gaslighting Biden's troubles away. Biden is not fit to serve a second term and should step down. So why won't he? Quote, I don't know what's going to happen. All I can say is this. The man we saw speaking from the White House tonight on February 8th, that man will not be re-elected president. Maybe Biden can become a new man. Maybe he's had an off week. Maybe they can adjust his meds. Maybe. But probably not, right? Probably not. John Poderhertz, Commentary. They've been lying about Joe Biden's cognitive ability since at least 2020. COVID allowed them to hide both Biden and Harris far from the prying eyes of the press and the public while the system won the election for them. They just needed to exist as more of an idea rather than a reality. Voters would choose them as the more moderate option and, more importantly, take Trump out of power. But I'd stood a few feet away from Joe Biden in May of 2019. The man I saw give a speech that day and mingle in the crowd was not the man who emerged more than a year later to make minimal appearances during campaign season. He'd gotten through the primaries okay. He was old, but hanging on. Heading into the election, however, it was clear something was not quite right. Now he looked lost, with eyes that appeared vacant. And unless someone was guiding him, he wandered around in a dream state. I told my friends I was worried that Biden was in the early stages of dementia, like my dad, who was consumed by it in 2018. They snapped back that Trump was a fascist, and it didn't matter how incapacitated Biden was. They'd still vote for him. What did they know, and when did they know it? Besides ushering in a fanatical cult... The real sign of trouble was the exit from Afghanistan in August of 2021. Word had it Biden had ignored his top brass and was arrogantly aiming for a 9-11 photo op. With bodies falling off airplanes, 13 American soldiers dead, there was no way even the most skilled operators in the media could spin a visibly botched job. Even if it was barely a news story, the public took notice, and no doubt world leaders did too. The X is Afghanistan. His numbers have never recovered. For podcast listeners, a graphic Biden job approval from Real Clear Politics. X marks the spot, August 2021. If they knew something was wrong with Biden in 2020, and they still pushed him through as president of the United States, as part of their ongoing slow-moving coup to remove Trump, then that is the biggest scandal in presidential politics in our history. If no major reporters at the New York Times, the Washington Post, NPR, or PBS made the connection or asked any questions about whether Biden's age had impacted his judgment after that disastrous military operation, then that too is a scandal. Nothing Biden has done in his presidency is as bad as Afghanistan, yet it just isn't talked about the way it would be if he were anyone else. Why are they protecting him? Why are they preserving him? Why are they treating him like a monarch who can't be replaced? Our exit from Afghanistan likely weakened our country's standing in the world, inadvertently leading to the war in Ukraine and maybe even the attack by Hamas on October 7th. But almost as bad has been how our government has gone to war on a former president and his supporters, showing the world that Biden is distracted with chaos at home. As Konstantin Kissin told Bill Maher. What happened in Afghanistan and other 
the signaling from America under Biden made America weaker in the eyes of other people. Why do you think there's a crisis with China now? Why do you think there's a crisis with Ukraine? These are not accidents. People look at what's happening here and they go, the country's weak, the country's distracted, the country's divided. It's time for us to act. And now Biden's press conference has revealed yet more weakness. It isn't that world leaders didn't already know Biden was cognitively impaired, but a spectacle like that is hard to ignore. The Biden presser played like an ambush. He blinked and stared into the middle distance, sometimes seeming to have no idea where he was or what he was doing there. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. The conduct of the response in, Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, Initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing really hard, really hard, to get humanitarian assistance. To make matters worse, it was juxtaposed against an interview by Tucker Carlson with the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, who recited Russia's history in excruciating detail. There is no way Biden's people would have allowed him to face the press that way, but again, it shows questionable judgment that should be a story. For podcast listeners to tweet, Alice from Queens, quote, Biden's advisors weren't born yesterday. Most likely they're urging him to make fewer public appearances, take fewer press questions, make fewer unscripted remarks, and Biden is overruling them. This is arguably the most serious indication of his cognitive decline, end quote. Joe Biden hasn't been able to recall how his son Beau died, much less when. That seems like a fairly significant sign that something is seriously wrong. Captured key positions and broke through the German defense line at a pivotal point in the war. Just imagine, I mean it sincerely, I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. My son was a major U.S. Army, lost him in Iraq. Here is a breakdown from the Megyn Kelly show illustrating Biden's decline. It's worth a watch. Butted some of these sound bites together so you can hear the decline over the years in quick succession, which we think brings it home. Take a listen. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my son. Jack Kennedy lowered tax rates, increased growth. Ronald Reagan. Now you're Jack Kennedy. In America, we never bow. We never bend. We endure. We move forward. 
We are America, and we are second to none. Your party wants to go socialist medicine. My party is and me. socialist Right now, I am the Democratic Party. And they're going to dominate party. you, Joe. You know that. I am the Democratic Party right now. Much more informed on the... Um, the motives of um, some of the political players and some of the... Uh, beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer during this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's going Don't mess with the minimum in America unless you want to get the benefit. Last April, the Easter Bunny had to escort Joe away from questions being asked. Biden kept getting into trouble for saying the wrong thing. We should all be asking how it hasn't been a bigger story until now. Why have they been gaslighting us and continuing to spin the narrative to favor Biden when it could lead to even more catastrophes worldwide? We're already on the brink of world war. How bad will it get? Nothing to see here. Move along, move along. The gaslighters were out in force as if on cue, attempting to wrestle the media narrative to the ground. Here is Kamala Harris throwing the prosecutor under the bus. What I saw of that report last night, I believe is, as a former prosecutor, um, the comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous, inaccurate, and inappropriate. October 7th, Israel experienced a horrific attack, and I will tell you, we got the calls, the president and myself, in the hours after that occurred. It was an intense moment for the commander-in-chief of the United States of America, and I was in almost every meeting with the president in the hours and days that followed. And the president was in front of and on top of it all, asking questions. He was in front of it all, coordinating and directing leaders who are in charge of America's national security, not to mention our allies around the globe. For days, and up until now, months. So the way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated, gratuitous. And so I will say that when it comes to the role and responsibility of a prosecutor in a situation like that, we should expect that there would be a higher level of integrity than what we saw. Thank you. Here is Rachel Bitkoffer, who was once a fairly reliable voice in politics. Now she seems to have gone off the rails with TDS. Says Rachel Bitkoffer, quote, The Nazis managed to take control of press and radio within a very short space of time. Even before the editor's law was passed, journalists had become public servants who were dependent on the goodwill of the Nazi regime if they wanted to stay out of danger. Only those who refrained from criticizing the politics of the regime, who had an Aryan certificate, proving they fulfilled racial requirements, 
were able to continue working. Everyone else was banned from the profession. Y'all should probably take this post and start putting it into threads of journalists who don't seem to appreciate the moment we're in. And she says, The Her Report is a Trump campaign ad disguised as a legal report. Cover it that way. And she says, Like it or not, Biden campaign is going to have to spend significant money defining Trump as demented. Plenty of video evidence to go with it. And they should start right now via a massive digital ad buy. Scott Dworkin, if Trump is on every ballot, President Biden will still beat him because we will continue to outwork MAGA in every single way, every single day, onward. The gaslighting and spin are a good indication that they plan to keep Biden propped up and ram him through in November. But this thing is only moving in one direction. Will they risk a grumpy old man with his finger on the button? What else might he do in the throes of cognitive decline? What might world leaders do knowing our president is not only incapacitated, but is running for four more years and the press is going along with it? The right thing to do is to step aside and let the chips fall where they may. Biden's approval ratings follow the same track as two presidents from the past, LBJ, who did not seek a second term, and Jimmy Carter, who was voted out after being primaried by Ted Kennedy. He was failing so badly. For podcast listeners, two downwards trends in the approval numbers for Lyndon Johnson and Jimmy Carter via Gallup. Biden won't step aside because in his fever dream, he needs to win to make Kamala Harris the first female president of color. Then he will have stopped Trump and made history. But if the system can win the election for Biden, who knows, it might be able to win it for Harris too. All they need is a billion in dark money, ballot harvesters, propaganda media, and a global pandemic. It would be funny if it weren't so tragic. I happened upon this video with Tim Dillon and Theo Vaughn, joking about the drugs it will take to get Biden on the debate stage with Trump. It is so funny, but it's also a reminder of how different things would be if we had this kind of comedy in the mainstream, or a media that still believed in getting the truth to the American public, instead of one that gaslights all of us in service of a political party. Because by the way, you know, Biden, it's gotten to a point where it's almost a little fun now for the people around him because it is like a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it is kind of fun because he's like essentially just almost at death's door. Mm -hmm. And they're all now like we're all in this together. Oh, he's like death dash. It's death dash. Yeah, they're in it together now. (laughs) So it's kind of like we can't get out. It's kind of fun, like late nights. Just propping him up, like playing with him like a puppet (laughs) and going like we're just going to put him out on the debate stage like giving them good drugs, injecting them. Like the injections that Biden gets before the first debate, it will be nothing you've ever heard. Like teams of people. You ever see the scene in E.T. where they put a tent around and they won't let anyone near it? Before Biden walks on that debate stage, there's going to be an E.T.-like tent and just people in hazmat suits are going to go in and just start injecting them with things. And then he's just going to walk out like a regular person. And then you're going to go, oh, there's shit we have no idea about. He's going to have a dip in in his cheek of children's hair. He's going to just start boxing. Like He's going to come out. They're going to be like... 
They'll start like throwing hands. They'll be like, there are drugs we've never heard. Like, oh, there's technology we've never heard of. Yeah. There are drugs we've never heard. Oh, they, they're going to be pumping. They're going to be playing TI. Yeah. They're going to be doing anything. They're going to be like, they'll have, they'll be say have a Ouija board channeling oh, corn pop from the fucking yeah. swimming pool. They're going to be. Do you, can you imagine like doing debate prep with him? How nervous they're going to be. They're going to be sitting there, and they're going to be like. Okay, and then they're gonna call like the people in the, like the deep state and stuff. They're gonna go, we gotta, we gotta really up up the dose here. We're not. I mean, like he's not responding to the regular stimuli. Yeah, <laughs> to really get in here with some like really intense because he just left the room. We just asked him a question. He just walked out of the room. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know where he is. So like, we gotta like play around with a cocktail of things to just get him yeah. to a point where he stands at the podium. Put him on the AIDS meds. They're gonna have him yeah. on everything you can everything. be on, dude. He is gonna, <laughs> the crazy thing is. Imagine the scripts yeah. they'll be practicing oh. with him the week oh. before. Oh my God. Probably it'll just be monologues from famous movies. Oh my yeah. God. It's gonna be things Tony Soprano said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like if if you forget, just give this speech that Tony Soprano gave yeah. to Anthony about World War II. Just if that's the closest you can get to this question. Read this scene <laughs> from The Sopranos where Tony talked about the importance of Italian-Americans during World War II. It's going to be, dude, he's going to be reading monologues yeah. from the movie Hoosiers whenever Gene Hackman <laughs> tried to get Jimmy Shitwood to run the picket yeah, fence. Right. It's going to be yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> But then Biden, Biden there, could pass away. Biden has passed away. <laughs> Biden, there, there. We know what they're going to try to do to him. Gonna, oh, they're going to have him geppettoed up. Gonna, they're going to have a fucking uh, Pfizer <laughs> is going to get involved. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. going to get involved, and <laughs> so you have this interesting scenario where you have one candidate who's maybe in jail, and the other candidate is on like an experimental new <laughs> cocktail of drugs. <laughs> No, we don't know the side that. effects. We have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, they happen. could be roller skating, it's crazy. racism, could levitate, chewing on your we tongue. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we don't know what. And they're going to scientists, by the way. Make no mistake, scientists at Pfizer right now are sitting down with members of the Biden campaign and going, "We here's the bad news. We don't know what happens yeah. after. We know it gives him energy." We know it makes him clear-headed. Yeah. We know it gives him uh, the ability to speak. What can his valves handle? Yeah, but we what PSI? <laughs> yeah, what PSI can his aortas <laughs> yeah. handle yeah. right now? We don't know what else happens. So you know, we don't have an option. We're just shooting him up with this, putting him on stage. The problem for the Democrats has always been the bubble they've created for themselves—a complete disconnect from reality with an army of resistance fighters who will go along with any of their juicy rationalizations to explain the blatant double standard they operate by. Lest we forget Jeff Goldblum in The Big Chill. You know, I'm, I'm not even claiming that people always think they're doing the right thing. They may know that they're doing something uh, dishonest or insensitive or manipulative, but they almost always think there's a good reason for doing it. See, they, they almost always think that it'll turn out for the best in the end. And even if it's just that it turns out best for them, because by definition, what's best for them is what's best. Mm -hmm. Now, look, in addition, you instantly come up against a question of style. My style may be too uh, uh, direct. Perhaps given my style, I seem more nakedly opportunistic or jerky or... Uh, what was the other thing? Uh, manipulative? Whatever. Mm -hmm. But really, all that's happening is that I'm trying to get what I want. 
which is what everybody does. It's just that some of their styles are so warm or charming or sincere or otherwise phony, you don't realize they're just trying to get what they want. So you see, my transparent efforts are in a way much more honest and admirable. Why is it what you just said strikes me as a massive rationalization? Don't knock rationalization. Where would we be without it? I don't know anyone who would get through the day without two or three juicy rationalizations. They're more important than sex. Ah, oh, come on. Nothing's more important than sex. Oh, yeah? Have you ever gone a week without a rationalization? They can violently protest, smash windows, burn buildings, and breach any capital of their choosing, and no one will say a word against them. When Trump supporters do it, they are dangerous insurrectionists. They can deny the results of the election, hold violent protests, and command all members of the resistance to refuse to accept Trump as a president. When Trump and MAGA do it, they are election deniers. They have impeached Trump twice and indicted him four times, yet both Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton have no charges against them for classified documents. Do they think the American people can't see their hypocrisy? How long can they keep those balls spinning? How long can they control Biden as he slips deeper into cognitive decline and demands more freedom to say and do whatever he pleases? Are they sure they have this all under control? All I know is that these are extraordinary times. Pay attention, because people will be asking you what it was like to live through them in about 20 years. Thank you for listening to my podcast, sashastone.substack.com. And remember, to thine own self be true. Old man, look at my life, I'm a lot like you were. Old man, look at my life, I'm a lot like you were. Old man, look at my life. 24 and there's so much more Live alone in a paradise That makes me think of two Love lost such a cost Give me things that don't get lost Like a coin that won't get tossed Rolling home to you
Thank you.